welcome to another episode of the Blossoming Podcast with your girl, Florence Grace. Blossoming is a platform dedicated entirely to learning to love yourself. Together, we focus on self-love and body confidence via our social media channels, our mailing list, our monthly zine and our fortnightly podcast. Previously on the podcast, we've done a self-love Q&A, taken a look at blossoming and how it can help you on your self-love and body confidence journey and where to start on your self-love journey. Today, we're going to be taking a look at the question, are you happy with your body and what it actually means to be happy with your body? Before we crack on, why not give us a follow on our socials at Blossoming UK and then click the link in our bio and subscribe to our mailing list. You'll receive weekly updates every Monday and at the end of the month, a jam-packed newsletter. It's full of self-love inspiration, hot topics, stink pieces, tips, advice and much more, along with our Blossoming Babes, the people who use our hashtags on social media throughout the month. You can join in too and get involved by using our hashtags BlossomingMe and GrowWithFlow, F-L-O, not F-L-O-W. My favourites will be shared in every issue, and every week I'll select a blossoming babe that I want to highlight within the community. Make sure you subscribe to our mailing list to get involved with all of that, and then dive on into the episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast, guys. It feels like forever, in fact, scrap that, it has been forever since I last published an episode of the Blossoming Podcast. In fact, I'm fairly convinced the last one went live in October. God, it might have even been September. It was, I think it was October. It was a long time ago, either way. Since then, I've had a birthday. It's been Christmas. It's been New Year. We're in a brand new decade. Hello, 2020. And probably my biggest life update of all is that I discovered I was pregnant. So at the time of recording this podcast, I am 20 weeks and one day pregnant, which is amazing and incredible and something I never thought would happen. I don't know why. I was always convinced I would never be able to have a baby, but that's a whole other story for another time. So yes, I found out I was pregnant at the start of October. And since then, I guess that kind of makes sense to you guys now, there has been, there was very few blog posts, blossoming kind of dwindled down a bit. There were no podcast episodes because I was so tired, had no energy. And the first trimester was just, just, it took it out of me. It wasn't hard, but it zapped my energy to an all-time low. So literally all I was doing was working, then coming home and sleeping. There was no socializing. There was no creative things happening like I said I wasn't blogging I even stopped going to the gym the only thing I pretty much kept up with was yoga because that is good for the soul and so I needed to carry on doing that but yeah my life kind of just took off in a crazy direction and everything else took a back seat but I've got my energy back I'm well into the second trimester and I am back now with a bang here for the new year I'm ready to help you guys on your self-love and body confidence journeys I hope you've all been well I hope that you had an amazing time ending 2019 heading into 2020 the new decade and hopefully a lot of you listening will be here and 
hoping to start on your self-love and body confidence journey you may have already started you might be at square one wherever you are we're all in this together self-love and body confidence is something that needs to be worked at every single day so we're all in this together and i'm really pleased that you've made this choice to better your life because it really will make the biggest improvements believe me Today we're going to be talking a lot about bodies, so this is just a trigger warning that there will be discussion of weight loss, weight gain, potentially talking about eating disorders, um, online bullying, trolling, all that sort of subject area. So if that is something that is sensitive to you, please make sure that you're in the right headspace before you listen into this. And if you think that it might be something that has a negative effect on you, I would recommend maybe just clicking out of the podcast now because I don't want anyone to be upset by the content or, you know, have a negative reaction to what they hear in the episode today. I don't plan on it being very deep and intense like that, but everyone reacts to things differently and so you might find it uncomfortable or a struggle to listen to. If that's the case, just click out, maybe go and listen to another episode or just wait for the next one. And if you want further clarification on what is covered in this episode, please feel free to get in touch with me via at Blossoming UK or at Florence Grace UK and I will try and help you out further to see if the episode is suitable for you to listen to. As always, please remember that I am not a professional. I have no medical qualifications. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist of any kind. All I do is speak from my own experience, my own life lessons, and try and share those and pass those on to you guys in an effort to help you all. So if you listen to this episode and then feel like you might need to talk about some things in uh, a deeper sense or go into some topics a little bit more, please remember that I may not be the best person. My DMs are always open, the inbox is always open, but I can only help you from a personal experience. I have no professional qualifications. All right, now the serious stuff is out of the way. Let's dive into the actual episode with all the juicy goodness. So, as you'll probably already know by now, today we're looking at a pretty big question. Are you happy with your body? It might seem at first like a straightforward yes or no answer, but when we really think about it, and as we're going to dive into in the rest of the episode, what does it actually mean to be happy with your body? It's no secret that January is a tough month when it comes to body confidence and self-love. We're being force-fed diet culture from every angle. TV adverts, radio adverts, celebrity endorsements on social media and even leaflets coming through our front doors are all part of this home invasion of toxic diet culture that we are literally forced into reading and watching and looking at every single day. Cult-like groups such as Slimming World and Weight Watchers that I absolutely despise are already preying on us left, right and centre and using our insecurities as bargaining chips. But just a few weeks ago, we were being told to overindulge on all the food for Christmas. Binge eating was practically being encouraged. Here, have this massive turkey and all these side dishes and maybe some pigs in blankets and some stuffing. Eat the Pringles and the Quality Streets. It's endless, it goes on and on. And now, 
just a few weeks after and it starts sometimes almost from boxing day we're being told we need to shape up lose weight invest in a half price gym membership that we will probably never use you know all that new year new you and in this case new translates to slimmer obviously new year new us it means losing weight don't you just think that is sickening because i know that i do and it drives me crazy every single year we are two weeks into the new year the new decade and already the promotion of weight loss and slimming down and all these toxic diet shake products and all that jazz has been overwhelming i actually saw this week's fabulous mag sharing an article that was titled cheat your way to a love island body which can definitely be read as get as slim as possible as quickly as possible not a healthy way to go not something we should be encouraging anybody to do but here we are on the front cover of quite a popular magazine great and then there was chloe kardashian promoting a paid ad of her diet drink whatever it was i can't remember if it was booty tea or whatever shit product like that but she was promising she was promised she used the word promise that diet drinks really do work when you're trying to get a flat tummy she said yes i do have a trainer and yes i do have a nutritionist but believe me guys or trust me guys or something like that i promise these work it's sickening it's boring it's endless and it's something we're forced into seeing we can't look away it's everywhere we look like i said tv social media radio adverts magazines newspapers we just can't escape it and it's just so overwhelming however one thing caught my eye in particular and that was a new uh celebrity body plan it comes from former love islander alexandra kane and compromises of a 90-day shred plan for a discounted price of 60 pounds her body plan has been called the happy body plan and i have real real issues with that the happy body plan that directly implies that a happy body is a slimmer one because that is what her body plan is all about alexandra has shared herself as with before and after photos and has claimed to go gone have gone from a size 10 weighing 11 stone to a size six weighing nine stone so you see she's quite clearly saying look here you go here's the plan that i did to get from a size 10 to a size six weighing 11 stone to nine stone and i'm happier than ever do my happy body plan and you can get this too regardless of whether she meant it directly or not because i guess hey let's give her the benefit of the doubt here maybe she didn't mean it like that but it is absolutely inferred or implied whatever word you want to use that a slimmer body is a happier one and i think that is disgusting she has in her defense like i said will give her the benefit of the doubt but she has spoken about the non-physical benefits of her losing weight and working out and following a nutrition plan she says that her anxiety is gone she's so aerobically fit she's focused motivated and full of energy So again, talking about all these positives that have come from losing weight, because that's essentially what she's done. It's not about, she hasn't gone into this saying, want to feel better within yourself, want to 
boost your mental health i don't know she's saying look i went from this size to this size here's my happy body plan oh and by the way here were some other side effects that you might find great it's it could be argued to an extent that she is happier now if she's saying you know her anxiety is gone everyone knows that overcoming anxiety is no easy feat and it's an incredible thing if she has been able to overcome that through exercise and weight loss but i feel like promoting weight loss branding it as a happy body and then saying it will cure anxiety all of that in a little package for a nice little 60 quid in the month where everyone is broke it isn't it's not a coincidence it's not a coincidence on top of that even if she wanted to argue or her reps or her company who are doing it whoever is in charge of that kind of thing Even if they wanted to argue that this wasn't about weight loss, that it's about being a better you or a happier you, um, excuse me, if that really was the case, you could have launched this whenever and you chose to launch it at the start of January. Everyone knows that diets and weight loss groups and everything I've mentioned already in in the episode prey on members of the public and innocent people and their insecurities in January in time for the new year's resolutions the new year new me hey let's get in shape for the new year she knew exactly what she was doing when she launched a body plan that helped her with weight loss in the new year at the start of January and then branded it happy body and then put it on offer because everyone's broke in January none of that is a coincidence Unfortunately, a lot of people uh, would be suckered into that. Maybe you listening right now have been suckered into that or something similar. I have been in the past. I've been suckered into discounted gym memberships and diet plans at the start of the new year, ready to get in shape and be ready for the beach in the summer, be beach body ready. Oh God, I hate that phrase. I can't even say it without cringing anymore. But do you know what I mean? None of that is a coincidence. And it really, really pisses me off. I think the whole package, even the, if you have a look at the logo, it's got a smiley face instead of an O. It's just, it's trying to make it all seem cute and fun and it's not. When it comes down to it, it's still toxic diet culture. It's still a product that is endorsing weight loss and it's telling you, you will be happier if you are slimmer. That's not the case. Slim people can be happy, but they can also be unhappy fat people can be happy people in between can be happy happiness should not be linked to your body and having a happy body is not necessarily about its shape or size but that isn't all that pisses me off because what really pisses me off is the fact that it's coming from alexandra kane So Alexandra Kane, why is it the fact that it's coming from her that's pissing me off? Well, don't worry, best believe I'm going to go and tell you. Alexandra Kane was on Love Island and as she has been very open about, she was a size 10. As a result, she was called big and sometimes even fat in comparison to her fellow Love Island contestants at the time. Now, I have never watched Love Island, so I only know all this stuff from reading articles, from seeing her social media, and from seeing other people write about her on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. Obviously, that is wrong, it's disgusting, and it's undeserved. Because we live in a country where the average women's size is a UK 16. There is no way on this earth a size 10 woman should ever be called big 
or fat because that is not a big or fat size. In fact, nowadays, even a 16 isn't big or fat, but that's uh, another topic for another time. (laughs) Anyway, you could totally understand why, and this is, you know, this is being the actual blunt truth of the situation. If Alexandra had come out of Love Island, seen all those comments and had caved into them and had ended up losing weight, you know, that would be understandable. But actually, Alexandra took a much more admirable approach to the situation. One that, even though I don't really like any of the contestants from Love Island, and when they come out of social, when they come out and they're on social media doing their thing, I don't follow any of them really. I think the only one I follow is Olivia Buckland or whatever her name is. But Alexandra took a really admirable approach that obviously caught my attention because she got quite a lot of. Um, press for it I think and you know lots of my friends followed her recommended her to me because she was sharing a message that was similar to the one that I share she defied the bullies and the trolls and she constantly posted photos and videos of her amazing body with captions like you are more than just your body she said roles are cute and very normal in a picture of her sat down showing off her roles and she used the hashtag body positive And she did a longer caption where she said, and this is a direct quote, to all the people who have ever made a negative comment about my appearance slash weight slash shape, this one's for you. I wish I could say that I'm sorry I don't fit your beauty standards. I would be lying because I wouldn't be sorry at all. I don't have to fit your ideals of beauty to feel validated. I know what I'm worth. So go on, girl. We love that. We love that. We stand a queen who accepts who she is, loves who she is, and fights back against the trolls and the bullies who are trying to tear her down. We love that. For these many posts, she gained similar admiration, not from me, but from all her fans. She grew a following about it, and she was deemed an inspiration to many young women, which I can completely get behind. I love someone who is tro- who is constantly torn down by trolls, called ugly, called fat, told they're this, that, and the other, and constantly defies that, particularly when it comes to self-love and body confidence, because obviously they're two things that I feel very, very passionately about. So this was great. It was great to see someone coming out of Love Island who wasn't just promoting teeth whitening toothpaste and detox teas, you know? She actually had an important message that she was sharing and she was flaunting her body in really cool bikinis. She looked amazing. And she would share pictures of her sat down and pictures of her posed and relaxed to show that, you know, here, remember that things you see on social media, it's all posed, la la la. Trying to make people feel better, you know? It was quite amazing to see. And it was also really great to see that she was so happy and so confident in her body, despite the fact that these people had been so nasty about her. So you can see now that it's a little bit confusing that she's sort of changing her tune and changing her branding, going from, I don't have to fit your ideals of beauty to actually losing weight and slimming her body down and doing, well, doing exactly that. Because even if she denied that that was it, Everyone knows that most people's ideas of beauty are being slim. And that's what she's done. She's slimmed right down. And you you can look on her social media and there are people praising her, but there are people saying, it's really great that you're, you've found happiness doing this, but you did look amazing before. You didn't need to lose weight. And, you know, she was sharing an important message about her body, which wasn't even big. She was a size 10, remember? And she's slimmed down now. 
and it's just it's a bit confusing it's almost hypocritical now people's mindsets can obviously change and also people can lie on social media maybe alexandra wasn't happy all along with her body or maybe she was but felt there was room for improvement and maybe she genuinely is happier now and that's all fine but it does seem like she's promoting a very different message to the one she's done for the last year or so She's gone from telling people, look at my rolls, they're great, to, here, have a happy body plan for £60 and get slim like me. You see what I mean? It doesn't quite, it doesn't quite add up, you know? It, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work together, it doesn't fit, it's two completely different messages. So which is it that she stands by? I would obviously prefer for it to be the first one where she was saying, look, I don't care what anyone says. This is my body. I am who I am. I don't need to be validated by your beauty ideals, la la la. But it seems she's gone in the opposite direction now and has actually succumbed to the beauty ideals that people wanted her to and is now trying to sell that to her impressionable audience who are made up of mostly young women. So, yeah, that pisses me off. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with losing weight. I've lost weight in the past, both unhealthily and healthily. I've done it for a variety of reasons, for vanity reasons, and then because the doctors told me to. There's nothing wrong with losing weight or physically changing your body in any other way, surgery, whatever, because whatever, it's entirely your own choice to do that as long as you're doing it healthily and for the right reasons. And when I say right reasons... I mean, not because society has told you that you need to look a certain way or has made you feel like you need to change, but because it's something that you genuinely, genuinely want coming from within. You genuinely believe that's going to make your life better and that's come from your own thought process. So I lost weight because the doctors told me I was putting my life at risk. My I was very close to getting blood clots that could have killed me. It was a very scary time. And so I lost weight to get rid of that risk because I knew that was genuinely something I had to do to improve my health and improve my lifestyle. It wasn't about being a size six and being able to look good in a bikini. If you're doing it healthily and for the right reasons, fine. But if it's down to wanting to look like a Kardashian or similar, that's not okay. Of course, Alexandra has said she's embarked on this journey to benefit her mental health and generally feel better within herself. And who am I or who is anyone to doubt that? But it does seem like all celebrities, once they make their way into the limelight and have a big enough audience, end up losing weight to look the way that conventionally attractive celebrities are, quotation marks, supposed to look. And once they've done it, they then go on to help their impressionable fans do it too. And why is that? Well, it's because the diet industry is the biggest moneymaker, profiting from our insecurities. Who wouldn't want to buy a happy body plan that promised you a slimmer, happier body that you would love for just £60 on offer? Here you go, post-Christmas treat, start your year right and you can feel happier and be slimmer. It's sold in such an attractive way and following all the other diet culture that is fed into our daily lives from all angles, it seems very appealing. You can't blame people for buying into it, especially when it's sold right in time for the new year, new me hit. It's just, you know, you can understand why people buy into it, 
but you can also see that this is how the diet industry makes its money we're all vulnerable we've all got insecurities and they know that and they feed off of it they help us buy into it and line their pockets they don't care about our health they don't care what we look like they don't even care if their product works all they want is for us to buy it so that they can get rich now make no mistake that no matter alexandra's own reasons for losing weight she's definitely now making money by promoting the idea that losing weight and turning up will give you a quotation marks happy body so even if she has lost weight to get over her anxiety even if she has lost weight for her own positive reasons she could have done that for herself but the fact that she is now promoting this happy body plan to her fans to her followers she's making money from their weight loss and even if that isn't the message she meant to send because like i keep saying let's give her the benefit of the doubt it is without a doubt the message that is directly implied and you would have to be a fool not to see it it really is you know it's a nice little bundle right in time for new year new me start of january it's on offer because no one's got any money it's made attractive because and i've done my research here they are quick 10 minute workouts everyone's got 10 minutes in the day fine it's an attractive package she knows that her management know that her personal trainer knows that and they're selling it on offer here you go get a happy body and we all buy into it and we all line her pockets and she doesn't care her management don't care no one official up at the top cares they just care that they're making money from it that's all it's about it's really sad and we need to learn how to navigate around this and make sure that it doesn't have too much of a damaging effect on our mental health or on our relationship with our own bodies Well, anyway, it's all well and good for me ranting on and moaning about this new happy body plan and celebrities promoting weight loss and diet culture and all that gross stuff. But what actually is a happy body? And are you happy with your body? There's no one way to define a happy body because a happy body is unique to everyone. Happiness looks different on everyone and means a different thing to everyone. Therefore, it can't ever be dependent on body shape or your size or your physical appearance. It's dependent on your mental state and your mental well-being and how you feel about yourself from within. You shouldn't ever really pin your happiness on your physical appearance or on your weight. Well, your your appearance and your weight fluctuates and changes all the time, you see. And furthermore, in the grand scheme of things, there is so much more that matters in life than how you look. However, if you really wanted to take a look at what a happy body might be, I would say it's a content body, one that is at peace with itself, one that loves and is loved, one that can eat food and not feel guilty about it, one that can work out for the love of working out and the love of exercise and not because they're trying to change themselves, one that lives life to the full, however that looks to you, the individual, one that really just loves being alive and takes advantage of everything that comes its way. I would say that that is a happy body. 
But what influences our bodies and how we feel about them? Well, that's simple, isn't it? It's social media, it's TV, radio, books we read, magazine articles we read, Instagram posts, celebrities that we love and admire photoshopping themselves within an inch of their lives and making us feel, well, completely inadequate, really. That all influences the relationship that we have with our own body. And that is why it's so important that your body confidence and self-love journey comes from within. It's a mental thing. It's a mindset. It's not about altering your physical appearance until you're happy with it. Because you could lose all the weight in the world or gain weight. You could get a boob job or Botox or whatever else. You could physically change yourself however you wanted and believed that would make you happy. But if you're not happy within, and if you're not happy mentally, it's really, truly not going to make a difference. A happy body is one that you're happy with no matter what it looks like, no matter its shape, its size, or its weight. That is a happy body. I know, I know, I know. I said happiness looks different on everyone, and some people might genuinely be unhappy at a certain shape or size but I would really urge you to think twice about that because are you really upset about being a certain shape or a certain size or is it because society has told you there's a problem with that shape or size do you really feel unhappy with that element of your body or is it because you've seen an Instagram picture that's made you feel insecure about it do you see where I'm going with that There's normally an outside contributing factor that makes you feel unhappy with whatever it is within your body. It's not normally something that comes about organically and that's important to overcome and that is what starting on your self-love and body confidence journey is all about. It's about overcoming those things that we have grown up or been told constantly are, are flaws when we were kids we were told their flaws and as adults they've become bigger insecurities problem areas all that sort of rubbish starting on your self-love and body confidence journey is about seeing all of those things in a different way in a different light and only once you've overcome all that or in the process of overcoming all that do i personally believe that you will have a truly happy body as well as a good relationship with your body and see your body in a more positive light. This podcast episode has gone on for a long time and there's so much that I want you guys to think about and take away from this episode. I would really, really love to continue the conversation. So tweet me at BlossomingUK or use the hashtags BlossomingMeGrowWithFlow or email us BlossomingBook at gmail.com or slide into my DMs, Florence Grace UK, or email me, florencegrace13 at gmail.com. Let's talk about what a happy body means to you. Let's talk about how we can start you on your own self-love and body confidence journey. Let's talk about all of us making 2020 the year that we get a happy body without focusing on our physical appearance, our shape, our size, or our weight. How does that sound to you?